your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day, I am your host, Chris Maselli. With me, as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. On today's episode, the Colorado Avalanche with a complete thumping of the Los Angeles Kings 9-3. to They put up a Ferris Bueller on them. Solid. Nine times. Solid. Uh, we'll get to that. And the Avalanche sign another college free agent. And where they plucked him out of? I think just makes Avalanche fans smile. And this is the second player that they've taken from this particular state, not the team state. So we'll get to all of that. And then some first things first, thank you for making this your first listen of the day. That's always appreciated. Uh, follow the show on social media outlets, LOP and underscore avalanche on Twitter, locked on avalanche on Instagram questions, comments, concerns, opinions to locked on avalanche at gmail.com and follow the show on our YouTube channel over on YouTube, hit subscribe and get notified when a new show goes live. So what can you say about this game? A lot. Uh, <laughs> nine goals is just fantastic. So many people pushing for that 10 because they've only done it once. You, yeah. you were, you were one of them. They've only I done was it indeed. Uh, and they had like eight and a half minutes to do it. So what the hell, Avalanche? Uh, no. Fire Bednar right now. <laughs> so you had that. You had the win, obviously put them at 53, which is now a new franchise record. Uh, 29 wins at home is a franchise record. The stats, which we'll get to individually, is just incredible up and down the roster. Just and it started from shift one. This team was on a warpath, and that's what you get when you have three days off. I mean, overall thoughts on the game? Go for it. I can't believe we were outshot in the second period. What the like heck? I've, I don't think I've ever been so upset in my entire life. And I've, <laughs> I wrote Joe Sackick in the intermission. Yeah, gave him a piece of my mind. No, this was what you want. Yeah. For a team that's contending for a back-to-back President's Trophy, this is what you want in the quote-unquote garbage time of the season. After you clinch, you just coast. No. The Avalanche on national TV, mind you, absolutely dominated the LA Kings. Everyone contributed, unless your name is Cagliano, but <laughs> everyone contributed. Darcy Kemper was incredible. Like he, we chased Jonathan quick in the first period for goodness sake. Yeah. Well, you had him and I tweeted about that after he gave up his second goal, which the two goals in about a matter of 30 seconds. First one was Abe Kubel. Second one was Nachuskin. And I put out there that, you know, it maybe wasn't the best idea to put uh, a goalie out there back to back. It's never a good idea to put a goalie out there back to back games. Never is. Guess I understand why they're doing it because you know they need points and you want to put your best out there. They might have they, they were probably in a position where they have to do that. And you know, you're going so you have a goalie who's playing his second game of a back-to-back going up against a Colorado Avalanche team who has had three days off. Three days off is like a month at this yeah. stage in the game. You know, at this stage in the season, 
That is a long time, and it showed on both ends. Kings were dog-tired. They did turn it around a little bit in the second period, but let's get, I mean, Avs got four in the first. So, you know, even though the Kings came back in the second and got those two, you weren't, you were not really just sitting there like, uh, you know, yeah, it's a game score-wise, but if, the, you know, the Avs did what they wanted to do in the first, you just felt like if they want to turn it on again, they they will, and that's exactly what they did. I'm glad the Kings fell for my trap and saying that we should let the Kings win this game. So Vegas says yeah. it. <laughs> uh, they fell for the trap, and the Avalanche absolutely dominated. And you had that feeling it was going to be one of those crazy games when you see like Abe Kubel get a breakaway and really convert. Like You're like, okay, this is going to be just silly. How silly is it going to get? It didn't get silly. It was exactly what the Avalanche are known to do. Like If you go through the stats – Power play looked great. Faceoffs almost dead even. Yeah. Like, what more do you want out of this Avalanche team? And something you keep saying over and over, we still don't have our captain. We still don't have Nazem Kadri, and we healthy scratch Jack Johnson for fun. That's scary. That is really scary. Uh, uh, You know, in particular, Kadri and and Landeskog. That you, and, and you know, you, you, you have to understand, yes, that this team, the Kings, did play a back-to-back. But we never use that excuse. Like, you can't use that excuse. You can't use that as an excuse to get blown out 9-3. to three. Especially you, you when can't. you're working your way into the playoff spot. We 100%. highlighted the Kings yesterday about what they need to do to get in and maintain that spot. And this is what you're going to do on, like, what ten games remaining in your season? No, and you're going to lay an egg like this. You're you're at you know you're at the your peak physical form right now at this spot in the season. Yeah, you might be a little bit tired early on, maybe get your legs a little bit, but um and and like I said, they did turn it around a little bit in the second, but the Avs just shut it down. And you mentioned Abe Kubel, and and someone um sent me a message like, and I think you saw it like, you guys changing your tune on. Abe Kubel being, you know, one of the odd men out. You have to take this stuff into consideration. You have to. I mean, he had two goals, four shots on net, um, over 15 minutes of, of ice time, which, oh, by the way, if you want to see something like, like, a, like a, a Mona Lisa painting that's like time on ice, go look at that stat sheet of time on ice. I know it's very easy to cycle in and out when you have that type of a lead and you're, you're, you know, not necessarily short shifting guys, but you can make wholesale changes and and you're just really controlling everything. It's going to be lined up. The, the, these time on ice times are a thing of beauty. Like everybody, everybody got that. What's the lowest time on ice here. I'm seeing 1312 by Comfer. Um, that's it. That is the lowest time on ice. 13 minutes was your lowest. Everybody is in, you know, the mid 15s. You got your Makar with over 21 and Taves with 19, uh, Manson with 20. So it's just, like I said, I know it's easier to, to manage that when this is the score, but just look at, look at the production. Everybody, everybody was taking part in this game. You can't really pick apart anybody. I feel you can't really pick apart anybody to just say like, well, this person didn't play particularly well. And we talked about this in the Twitter space, the Lockdown Avalanche Twitter space during the game about Abe Kubel's play. Um, 
it kind of mirrors what Darren Helm's doing a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you you really want to believe that Abe Kubel, like it's almost similar to how he started with the Avalanche, but you also hope he's not just playing his way into the roster and then he gets there and then it's right back to the normal. Yeah, and I mean, you don't want that, obviously. Clearly, you don't want that. But and And when it comes to the minutes, if everybody does their job and everybody contributes and you get out to a lead like this, it's so much easier for everybody to get a chance. Mm-hmm. Granted, JT Comfort didn't tally anything. Neither did Cogliano. But you didn't feel like there was a, a lacking part of the team. Like right. everything functioned. Like the power play we mentioned was perfect. Hey, Sturm, 69%. Nice. On the face-offs. <laughs> right. Like you, it's, it's exactly what you need. And yeah. To have the minutes being even in dominant form like this, this is a glimpse on national TV what you can expect in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, so more to get to, and uh, we'll get to the stars, the superstars of our team, which we haven't even really touched on. So uh, first, we're going to hear from betonline.net, your number one source for all of your sports betting stats and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs at the start and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information from live betting to e- to playoffs to esports and more. So head to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. It's BetOnline.net, where the game starts. So, yeah, we, I mean, we kind of touched on guys like Abe Kubel. Got to give him some, some cred. Uh, you had three guys going for a hat trick with Abe Kubel, Val Nachuskin, and Nathan McKinnon. And if I gave you those three names, I think 99 people out of 100 are going to say Nathan McKinnon, and that's exactly what happened. Dude was a man possessed. Three goals, two assists, five points. 80 points on the season for him. He got 80 points. So did Kale McCarr. He got his 80th point on the season, a four point night for him. So between, you know, McCarr's five, Kale's four, Kale had one goal and three assists. That that's, you know, that's your stars, you know, just really taking over. And I wanted to see, cause I know um, Nathan McKinnon has 80 points, but I know it's in like, it's like 50, yeah, eight, it's eight games or something like that. I wanted to get the definite, the definite number of games, but he was just he was incredible, incredible. And you and you wonder if any of this is contributing to again the national TV. Uh, one of the panelists on TNT was one of his most vocal and public detractors this year, talking about he's just crazy, a snipe show, like all I'm this. Saying that, who who is the loudest mouth on that TNT crew in the intermissions? That'd be one bisonette. Yeah. Okay. I thought he was like buddy buddy with with McKinnon until the the game where he flipped off the crowd as he was leaving. Well, you telling me Paul Bissonette didn't like that? He it was apparently a friend of his mom. It was a whole deal. Oh, get but out he, of here, Jesus! But he, of course, gets on his platform and rips him apart. Okay. And it kind of. Like just 
I bring this up because Nathan McKinnon was playing with that edge. Like how Nathan McKinnon gets when he's got he's got a mission. Yeah. And the way he when he got that hat trick, the way he sullied, it just kind of like this was exactly what I wanted to do. And like mm-hmm. you could see like his after the game responses. Like I told Bednar to sit me. Like you were you were here to do damage and we know better. Yeah. So 57 games for him, and now he has 82 points, I think, on the season. And so for, you know, reference, you know, we're waxing poetic on uh, Kale McCarr. He's got 80 on the season, 81 now in 69 games. Nice. So, you know, 12 last games, and he has one extra point on Kale McCarr. If he never missed any time, with COVID to start the season, you know, um, what, and he had that, he had the, you know, the broken nose. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's the missed, finger. obviously, yeah, he's, yeah, the finger, you're right. He's missed some time. He's missed, obviously, you know, 12 games. I mean, and he got off to that. I don't want to say a slow start, but mm-hmm. it was that, you know, it was just assisting everything, which is fine. Yep. But I mean, he has just been incredible. He's been incredible for for the better part of a month now, and it's it's you know he's up to twenty seven goals on the season. Twenty seven goals after that start he had, he's got twenty seven. That's amazing. Like you said, missed sixteen games and he's at eighty. If he would have had a full season this year, playing this way and didn't go start out so slow and was assisting all the time, we could be talking about another record with Super Joe and his points in the season being touched by Nathan McKinnon, like right there. I mean, he's never hit 100 points, and it kills me that this guy's never done that. He got 99, I think, one year. It was 90. Yeah. I think it was 99. Um, and and I, you know, he was going for it for the COVID shortened season. He was on track for that. Like you just, and I know that's not like the end all be all, but it's just it for 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 guys you want to see. Like the, the century mark is a big deal. It you is. I mean, it's a big deal. So uh, he'll get it one of these years. You keep saying that. And, you know, it's just you never know with health. You never know when stuff's going to creep up. You never know when you get smacked in the nose and it's your nose is sideways. You can't predict that. But, um, man, he he's that that contract. I mean, he's got one more year left on this thing, but that's going to be every dollar earned because he is, like you said in the beginning, the, the best player <laughs> on the planet. I, I, I mean, there's some people who are going to like sniff at that and say, well, obviously. Connor McDavid, but look what look, I mean. McKinnon's, I, yeah, he's on a better team, but I don't know, man. I just love watching that guy play. When he wants to take over a game, nobody can take over a game like him. No, yeah. and awesome. it's yeah, you could go with your Johnny Hockey's, your Connor McDavid's, but there's only one guy that turns heads on a regular basis with everything he does. Yeah. Now let's talk about the Bowen Byram hit. Uh, he yes. got kind of slammed into the boards, completely fine hit. Eric Johnson took exception to that, which I completely understand. Any hit on Bowen Byram, legal or not, uh, you're going to get that reaction from whoever's on the ice. And that was his line mate. That was his pairing for uh, the game. So, yeah, he, he's going he's gonna to take exception to that. And he got a penalty for it, but two minutes well served, in my opinion. It made me sick. Like, yeah, it's a it's a hockey hit. I get it, but anything could happen to Bo Byram, and I'm gonna get I'm gonna tense up. Like, yeah, 
you don't, especially we mentioned it, it's the quote unquote garbage time of the season. You don't want to lose Bo in this. You want him to be a part of the playoff roster. And it's just what we have to deal with when it comes to high hits, hockey hits. Like you just never know. No. And we'll find out the next couple of days because the last time he was out, it wasn't really a hit at all. And that well, was- and that's what I was going to say. Like yeah. the, the hit itself, it, you know, it, it didn't look like he had like smacked his head on the wall, but that, that doesn't matter. Like when you, when you're prone to concussions, we saw it with Matt Calvert. Yeah. We, we didn't know what Matt Calvert happened or what happened to him for him to, he was out there and then he was gone. And we couldn't pinpoint a, a moment where it hit him or anybody hit yeah. him or something happened. And like you're saying, it's very true. Same thing goes with, with Bowen Byram. Like we're going to have to watch and they're, they're playing uh, Thursday night. So they're turning right around and playing again against the devils. We'll see if he's out there. We'll see because it could be one of those things. And this has happened to him before where he'll finish the game. And then the next morning you wake up and you're a little bit foggy. Yeah. So we're not out of the woods yet, and that that no. was a, you know that that was a, a a solid hit. I mean, it was a a big time hit that he took. So now that the game is over and he's back home and he's you know de-stressing, we'll see what happens. Like I, I'm holding my breath right now. I'm not, yeah. and and he got he got his time. Let's see. I mean, he was 18 and a half minutes. So it's not like that hit happened and then he stayed out of the game. But we've been down this road before, so we'll see. Many so, times, this is a big test for Bone Byram um, if he can come back from that and he and he feels okay. So, um, big credit to EJ for sticking up for him, though. You gotta love that. He's the best. Yeah. All right, let's get to our sound check of the day. So, haven't I feel like we haven't had one in in a while. And when you have three days off, it's like, oh, we, we haven't had one in like a year. Um, yeah. But our sound check uh, songs that we feel summarize the action, in this case, the 93 win over the Los Angeles Kings. And if you want to follow this playlist, I add the songs to a playlist on Spotify. Just search L-O-P-N sound check and follow along. What do you got today, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom? One of my favorite bassists of all time. Mm-hmm. Let me. Motorhead, King of Kings. We we owned the Kings. We tasted our grin, and it tasted good. <laughs> Is that they a, bowed uh... their head, left them broken and dead? Oh, that's that's the lyric. I mean, that is perfect. Mm-hmm. That is perfect. Um, for me, there was again a couple I was going between, and then I was I was leaning towards one, and then when McKinnon got the hat trick and the five points. And then you had um, Kale McCarr with his four points. I had to go with the Deftones off the white pony album, which is probably their best album. Yeah. Um, And there's a song called elite on there. So I had to go with that because take your pick, take your pick. Who's elite on this. You can get Nathan McKinnon with five points. You can have, Cal McCarr with four. I know Mika Ranton only had a point, but I mean, there's just so much to pick from this team and Bone Byron with his two. You could just say the whole team is elite. You know what I mean? And now getting the 53 wins, the 29 wins at home, it just felt right to use a, a Deftones track for just to summarize everything going on with the Avalanche right here and now. 
was that the same album with my own summer my own summer was on the album prior to white pony um why am i blanking on the name of it i remember the album cover i can't remember the name yeah it was the girl on the album cover um now i have to look it up because it's gonna drive me crazy my own summer shove it yeah no that was on let me see uh, 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 uh. that wasn't on the deftones album i mean it was a deftones album they have a they have a self-titled album is what i'm saying oh, uh, oh around the fur around the fur oh yes yeah come on yeah that's so, why we're hockey podcasters <laughs> so uh fantastic band um all right the last thing we wanted to get to was earlier in the day you're seeing you know uh because the NCAA season is over, um, players are now signing. And congrats, DU. What's that? Congrats, DU. Oh, DU. Oh, you have to. Yeah. I mean, God, that was awesome. So in the season, um, players, you know, they'll start signing with teams. And I don't know the percentages, but it just seems like a lot of them will stay in state if they're mm-hmm. from that state. And they go to the school in that state and they're lucky enough to sign with an NHL team. Most of the time they just stay in that state. I shouldn't say most of the time, a lot of the time, but the avalanche went and plucked one of the most sought after free agents in the NCAA market in Ben Myers. And he goes to the university of Minnesota. So anytime the avalanche can get one over on uh, the state of Minnesota and the Minnesota wild, uh, it brings a smile to your face. I'm not going to sit here and know I um, and say that I know everything about Ben Myers. I know who he is because of you know I watched the, a lot of the final mm-hmm. the Frozen Four tournament, and um, he was in the Hobie Baker finalist. So I, his name was on my radar, but I don't watch a lot of Minnesota hockey games. But everything that I'm reading from him in here, like this is a a steal. Like the, it's like the Avalanche hit a home run in getting this guy. So we might be seeing him sometime in the future. He's not going to be up there this year. I don't think they're going to burn one of his years of his ELC, but not according to the NHL app earlier today. Oh yeah. You sent that to me. What was that? (laughs) It was the NHL app literally had him on the roster for tonight's game. And I took a shot and sent it to you. I was like, Hey, that's funny. (laughs) That was funny. Yeah. Um, But you, I mean, this is Joe Sackick working magic and it has nothing to do in the grand scheme. It has nothing to do with Minnesota and the Minnesota wild for us. That's fun. It's funny. Uh, but that's not why Joe Sackick is going after this guy. You know what I mean? And, and look at what Joe Sackick has done. He ha- he's had to part with a couple prospects. Yeah. In the, tr- at the trade deadline. And he's already re- recycling and refilling those, those spots left behind by those guys. And there was another one that they signed. I can't remember the, the guy's name and I apologize, but he went to Minnesota state who was yeah. the number one team in the country. And both of also these guys, and I was just going to say that both of these guys are captains for their teams. So Joe Sackick continues to, to work his magic. Uh, even after the trade deadline, it's just the, the guy has the golden touch. And, and what it does, like you talked about Nathan McKinnon's contract earlier, and like that we talk about the window closing, like cupper bust, like with this, he's like Joe Sack is almost putting like the old school like stick in the window, holding it up, like 
like the window might be closing, but then you make a move like this and you're signing for the future. Not done yet. Keeping that window, like, <laughs> we got to keep a little open. bit longer. Propped open, on. right? Yeah. He so knows what he's doing. Um, it, I don't know. It, it's 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 all aces right now. I mean, that that started the day, and then the Avs go out and do this to the Kings. Um, it's a good day, good day for for the Avs. So the last time there was a back to back. And the Devils were the, the second game of the back-to-back. We remember it well because we were in attendance. And it started well for the Avs, but it did not end well for the Avs. So this one is at home. Um, I mean, the Devils are obviously a struggling team. So you want to keep your streak going. What The Avs got seven in a row now. You want to, you know, it's a team that you should beat. And yeah. you had it relatively easy. You, like you weren't stressed against the Kings. So I, I just, I feel like, you know, and you've had three days off prior to that. I just feel like the abs are, are in a really good space overall right now. So I'm expecting a good game from them. You're expecting a good game, but that's the definition of a trap game. The abs got to yeah. keep it rolling. Definitely. Definitely. Especially if they're putting up nine, you, mm-hmm. you got to be like, you know, that that's an anomaly that doesn't happen all the time. So let's uh, not think we can just go out there and skate and it'll happen again. So in gravy's return to ball arena as well. True. Wasn't even thinking about that. Very true. So. Emotions. This, I mean, perfect, perfect mix for a trap game. Yeah. Be careful. Yeah, they'll have a nice video for him, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. All right, everyone. That will wrap it up for today. Um, really nothing bad to say about the Avs. When you win 9-3, to three, there rarely is anything bad to say. Yeah, why not 10? Come on. Yeah, why not 10? And um, Darcy Kemper, what's up? Couldn't get any points? Yeah. His scoring's really down. Uncalled. I don't know if anybody's seen that, but Ooh. uncalled for. Uncalled for. Uh, so that is going to wrap it up for tonight, everybody. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. That's always appreciated. Check out Locked On NHL for your second listen of the day. Get caught up on everything going on around the league. And Kyle and I will be back tomorrow to discuss the Devils, Avalanche, and anything else that happens with the Avalanche throughout the day. So that'll wrap it up for today's episode. And once again, thank you for tuning in, everyone. He is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I am Chris Maselli. This is the Lockdown Avalanche Podcast. See you guys tomorrow. Go, Abs, go.